last second decision, I took my belt off. <laughs> Jules, you have to bring the mic slightly closer to your face. Okay, I just feel okay. a little a little kept in. <laughs> a little kept in. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this week in sparkling water. I'm your host Joachim Eriksson. So, Jules, you don't have to feel like there's any expectation. Am I supposed to look at the camera or at you? Yes, you're supposed to look at the camera as much as you can. Okay, can I do what you do and just keep my eyes closed? I do that a lot. <laughs> so the only goal, the only guideline for the podcast is that now in season two, I don't edit it. So you just have to let me be in control a little bit. Okay, but you said you'd edit it. Yeah, if you ask me to take something out, <laughs> I'll take it out. Okay, well, you do like a big redacted, like big bars. Are you going to make it really obvious? <sighs> We've never edited it so far <laughs> in season two. Okay. Well, I mean, so I'll be on the edge of my seat about it. I think we should start with the water. Absolutely. I'm parched. So we just went to oh, Jules. <laughs> no, I touched the cups. I touched the cups. There's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, there's a pandemic. So we just had dinner at Holbrook, and we were served by Corey. And Corey listens to the podcast. Beautiful so. work, Corey. Yeah, fantastic. I like how he doesn't he doesn't reel in the formality just because we're buds. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean by that. He's a professional. Absolutely, yeah. he did the two bite check. <laughs> so tense. Yeah, I've knocked this down twice. So yeah, at Holbrook we call it a two minute check back. Oh, you don't do a two-bite check? But it's really like, it's a two-bite check back. Yeah, two minutes, they could be done. Or some people get the food and then they haven't tried it yet. Mm. So check this out. I brought this from Sweden. It's Ramlösa, the most iconic sparkling water brand in the whole world. They have recently released a line of product called Fucus, mm. which is performance water. Uh, so it's good to start the podcast with this. Function water. Yeah. With extract from green coffee beans and ginseng. Mm, flavored, delish. Flavored with melon. Okay. Unspecified melon. It smells like they put sugar in too. Do they add any sugar to it? <sighs> no, they didn't. I feel like I'm like cowering so that I don't There's need to There's a little... Out, oh, shit. Sit straight up. There's... Sweetening concentrate from pear. Some Splenda? No, from pear. <laughs> it actually smells a little bit like pear. It does. It smells like a lot like pear. Ah, oh, that actually smells really good. <laughs> it smells delicious. Does it? Delish. You it's don't gonna, have to agree with it's me. Gonna just it's going to smell like a soda, I think, or taste like a soda. It's a little soda like. Yeah, let's try it out. Not actually, not as sweet as I thought. Oh, way too flavored. Yeah. I don't know. I think. It's all right. I feel like it's like not way too flavored. It's more like it's sweetened and then under flavored. Yeah. It's over sweetened, under flavored. flavored. Yeah. And also what kind of melon are we talking about here? I mean, I drink the whole can though. Bro, listen to these. <laughs> this, this is the ingredient list. Carbonated water, sweetening concentrate from pear. Mm. Acid from apple, caffeine from green coffee beans, natural flavoring, caramelized apple juice, ginseng, ginseng extract, and extract from green coffee beans. That's so complicated to not yeah. have that complicated of a flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that's a 7 out of 10. Okay. Because it's a little bit delicious, but it's not great. 
Can I rate them all at the end comparatively? Yes, I will allow it. Okay. So I'll I'll keep my I'll yeah. hold my tongue cuz I yeah. said this earlier where I'm not like too passionate about like honeydew yeah. melon. Like I like a cantaloupe, like I'll like some yeah. stone fruit, but like there's certain melons that I don't like that much. Yeah. So this is kind of for me to not hate this, it's boding well for it, but I kind of want to That's good. I want to see the whole arc. That's good. Thanks. Can you tell what melon this is? Are we doing a little whisper? No, I'm just wondering, do you know what melon this is? I have no clue. I'd guess yeah. honeydew, but yeah. not really. It just doesn't taste like melon, is the thing. Yeah, I don't know. It tastes more like like little like flower extracts. Yeah. I don't know how to keep the melons apart. Um, so before we... So I feel like we, we just went to Yosemite, so I think we should talk through just Yosemite. But like... Mm. So you were on the podcast like in December. Mm-hmm. And... Well, how did you feel about that? Did you have any, I mean. I don't know. You did say that you feel like there was like a gotcha moment too much. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like that's like, you want to. It's in the past. I don't know. I just felt like maybe you just should have like brought it up beforehand. So I didn't have to like react to it so quickly. Live. Not just live, but like, you know, quickly. Yep. I didn't have time to like the it being like that you're in a relationship which is fine yeah and you're not in not this isn't like this moment but in that moment yeah yes that in december we hadn't talked for a while Mm-hmm. like it just seemed like something to bring up yeah like a then, quick text like a bt dubs you know a little yeah. You know, so it just, it just didn't seem like the time to bring it up. Like it does, okay. like it was something to bring up. Yeah, it came up. Didn't. You kind of forced me to say it, but that's lame of me to say, and I apologize. And I would like that <laughs> scratched from the record, but I'll leave it in. Mm. I When I, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. I mean, Pardon? When I, when I listen back to it, I can tell how I don't want to say it and stuff, and. Yeah, but it just seemed like you could have taken it out. And then I also, side note, I don't remember what jokes I made, but I feel like you kind of edited out a little bit of my humor and my personality. I feel like you really (sighs) seemed a little bit like you were embarrassed. Really? By you? (laughs) Yeah, you you mean that? You didn't like my jokes. Do you mean that or is that a joke? Well, I'm just, as long as we're talking about it. Yeah. You know, lightly. Yeah. I mean it lightly. Okay. I just feel like you, I had some good little jokes. Okay, but so many of your jokes, like I edited out like 30% of everything. It was a heavily edited episode because you kept. Because I talk a lot? Because you had this, it was like you were trying to prove how you could like take over and talk (laughs) about something that I didn't want to talk about. Just over and over, you were like. Talking over me and just trying to run mm. away with it and tell like long sidebar stories over mm. me. And it it seemed a little bit like we weren't on the same, like there was a misalignment. We do a new cup every time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Put it out of screen. <laughs> Off screen. Throw it. Throw it? Yeah. There's a little bit of liquid in there. What if yeah, I... Don't throw it. Put it on the floor. Um... <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, I didn't 
I didn't mean for you to be uncomfortable. I do think that there's some like fascinating value to um having it on record. <sighs> That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, right? a little bit. Is it? Yeah. Is it stupid? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this is funny because this is like, mm. there was this topic I wanted to talk about the end, but I think it makes it sense It segues here. into this. Yeah, I think it makes sense here. It's like... He has a little list of questions. I, he won't let me no, see them. No, it's not a list of questions. It's... What Are you going to edit out my burps? Nope. Really? Keep it in. <sighs> Leave it in. So, it's just sparkling water, bro. It's you can natural. just like, do a little mute. I'm a lady. I'm a lady. <laughs> My, I never have questions. What I have is just like I rant about something, and mm. then I'm, about me, and then I'm like, I want the other person to explain it back to me. Do you need that? Do you want that off? Oh, I do want that <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, we both have to walk off screen right now. Okay. <laughs> walk off screen quickly. Quickly. <laughs> okay, now we're in a. What did you bang into? I biked them. I just bumped it lightly. The microphone. <sighs> okay. <laughs> bring it back. So, um, I just, it tilted. Is that okay? If I push it up a little bit, will that yeah, be so loud? Yeah, fix it. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. That's okay. So, there's this thing. Like, I always thought that I had this one therapist that said that I had, like, avoidance personality disorder. And that I run away from things and stuff. But then, recently, I ran into this other label that Dr. From yourself? That Dr. Luke put on me. And I really feel like it's like a, it's a gender thing. Why no one ever put this on me? Mm. Because it's sort of a sub... Because you're delicate a little bit? No, because it's a subcategory of almost like borderline personality disorder. This is a good distance? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. But borderline is like very associated with women. So because of that, I think men get underdiagnosed with it. We're not just That's like, fair. Just like men, it's not really front of mind for a diagnoser yeah. to think in terms of the, those things. But so there's this um, subcategory of it called histrionic personality disorder. <laughs> so I'm going to read you some <laughs> some little... Am I trying... Are you? Do you want me to diagnose you at I'm the I'm going to read you some tidbits on it. You want me to give you my professional opinion yes. at the end? Yes. Okay. I'm going to read you some tidbits and we're going to see when if I it... look there. You can look wherever. Oh, I but can yeah, look wherever? When you want to make a point, you want to be... Maybe at glance over at the camera and, okay. and nod. Because <laughs> I keep on not being sure where to look. Okay. Yeah. So last episode, I r- recorded an episode with Javi. Yeah. And we had the big plant right between us and we couldn't see each other for the whole episode oh that's nice that's like when tables have like too big of a center yes but it turned into a thing centerpiece yeah it turned into a thing that was more like um like a confession booth oh that's cute yeah especially because there's like little holes in the leaves yeah kind of like a confessional it turned into a confessional Mm. so this is Histrionic. 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 Which is Greek for dramatic. Mm. Overly dramatic. A person out. So can I read this and yeah, you're absolutely. not going to talk over me? I mean, it's all. <laughs> Silent. 
A personality disorder characterized by a pattern of excessive attention-seeking behaviors, usually beginning in early childhood, including inappropriate seduction and excessive desire for approval. Um, People diagnosed with the disorder are said to be lively, dramatic, vivacious, enthusiastic, extroverted, and flirtatious. Associated features include egocentrism, self-indulgence, continuous longing for appreciation, persistent manipulative uh, behavior to achieve their own wants. Um, you know, individuals with HPD often fail to see their own personal situation realistically, including dramatizing and exaggerating their difficulties. So far, uh, do you feel like that's me at all? I don't know. I feel like you're not like super dramatic. It's weird because know, like, you you have no you know me very well, and you've known me very well for the last like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit like I've worked on it a lot, and I used to be, like, wacky. So you can't touch that. You can't touch that with your foot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a limited space. That's what it's like to produce TV. Oh, Joey, you're trying to shrink me. Producing TV is that you have to sit in a very specific way, <laughs> and you have to just – it's still – yes. Yes, you have to still just let your brain work. You're trying. As your body – What's that – what's that, Um, you know, I – can't say her name, but from the Beyonce song, the transphobic one. I don't know what, what you're talking Where, about. Where, like, the feminism, you know, like, women yeah. should have to shrink themselves, make yeah. themselves smaller. It's a little bit like that, you but mean it's for when, every guest. You mean when Beyonce in Lemonade quotes a long poem by some lady? Uh, yeah. Yes, there's a part there about shrinking yourself. Yeah. But, you know. Okay. So that's a little bit of a leap. That's a little bit of a leap. And it's a little bit of a not what I'm trying to talk about. Okay. And those two things. That's what gets edited out. (laughs) And that's why you were so heavily edited in the last episode. In the last episode. (laughs) We had to heavily, heavily bring ourselves back on track in the editing room. Joey, I'm ADHD. It's, you know, you got to be quick. Yes. but You got to be quicker. But what I will say in the editing room. I kept keeping your jokes and then I brought them in when it, I brought them back when it was appropriate. <laughs> so if you actually listen to the raw two hours versus the <laughs> 70 minute episode, the 70 minute episode is like very difficult to follow. And the, no, the two hours is very difficult to follow. And the 70 minutes is like all the good jokes it's are still free there. Form. Yes. Free it's form. Little- it's gonna be free form. Don't don't try to say that it's not gonna be free form. It's gonna be free form. Okay. It's just that It's just that I have this list of questions here. <laughs> yeah. It's just that also I have my list of topics, my prepared list yeah. of topics. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's it's weird. I used to be more like this. When I don't I was not think that you're like a little bit, you know, like about yourself. Yeah. Like if we're talking like narcissism. Yeah, but that's that's vague though. Like that's yeah. You want like the most specific thing of all time, like social narcissism. No, no. I wouldn't say that. You're not really a narcissist, but like. I don't know. It's kind of tough. We're like, sure, some things sound a little bit like you, Mm. but um, I think it's more like those sound like things that are like things that you would know 
you do. Yeah, but so versus something that somebody else would know you do. Like I feel like a lot of bipolar disorder is like going on in the head. Like it's right. how you're processing things and like what's right. going on in your brain more than yes. like it's just something that's more like you know yeah. what you're doing and how you're thinking. That's a good point. Because, more than what other people see. Yeah, because I do think that some of these things are like my level of how much I need approval from people is like not really something I don't know that people understand how much that's a thing for yeah. me. And it's like super pathological. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think I'm, like, a very self-conscious person, and I kind of, like, end every day thinking about every single thing I did, but I don't think I, like, yeah. come across that way. Yeah. I think that, like... Yeah. But I that's br- something that I would know that I am. Yeah, but- I, br- I brought that up in the past. I was like, I have so much anxiety, but always when I was a kid, my mom would always look at me and be like, dude, you're not anxious. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not anxious. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't... And she would even be mad. She'd be like, why aren't you more anxious? Like, you're late for school. Like, there's this problem. There's this problem. Mm-hmm. There's this problem. And she's like, why are you so calm? And I'm sitting there, like, just having a five-year panic attack. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Yeah. But... And it so and then a different response to what you said earlier that it's not that I have a problem with some vague idea that oh maybe I'm a narcissist or whatever it's just like I don't know that there's anything super helpful for me in there mm. and I don't know that it's super specifically my problem and so with this there's things where I was reading about it and it's like there's things like if you have histrionic problem histrionic personality disorder you are so obsessed with being a center of attention that sometimes you'll just like find yourself pretending to have a big um physical or mental problem to get attention. And I remember like when I was 21 living in Shanghai, I just had this thing that I did all the time and I had no idea why I did it. But we would just like, we'd be drinking or something on a sidewalk and everyone's got a beer and we're chilling and there's a group of people. There's like, men- it's like a street full of people maybe. And we're all just mingling and partying. Should you do and handstands? No, but I would always be like, for, oh, it's so like, this is, this is not going to sound cool, but I love it. It's like, I would just be like, I would just say that I was like, I would just say that I was having a heart attack or something. Like, I would just like (laughs) have this like tiny feeling, but it was weird because it was like, my left arm hurts. Like, I had a little bit of like anxiety in my chest. And for some reason, I just heard myself say that over and over. There was this one. It came from nowhere girl that I worked with at my chain restaurant, my chain Chinese restaurant. Jules used to work for P.F. Chang's. Yeah, it was P.F. Chang's. I don't know. You know, I don't want them to like sue you. Yeah. I don't have any listeners. They'll sue you. I have zero listeners. But what if one of your listeners is P.F. Chang's? Yeah. What if it's Philip? uh, It's Paul Fleming, actually. Yeah. But she one time, so leading up to it, she like always would randomly decide that she was pregnant and she'd say things like <laughs> like like you'd like order a drink in front of her and she'd be like I'm not drinking right now if you know what I mean oh, and like God. but she would do it over like like every few months she would decide to be pregnant yeah. and one day she kept the lie going for so long that she faked an abortion on the floor like in front of all guests a miscarriage a, sorry oh not an abortion <laughs> a miscarriage a yeah. personal abortion yeah um, yeah, Julie's getting canceled in this episode, and that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Oops. A miscarriage on the yeah. floor. Like, she did not... Did I say her name at all? Can you bleep it out? 
Yeah, you didn't say her name. Oh, thank God. But yeah, it was like a thing that she would do. Yes, that that does that does feel related. Yeah. Like just like a weird sort of like obsessive inappropriate. Do you like think... the word inappropriate? It keeps coming back to the word Have you asked anybody that you've done that in front of about it? To see So, I was at the time dating this girl Renee Reynolds, and there mm-hmm. was a time First last name, look her up on Facebook. Yeah, Renee Reynolds is a star. Star. And and she was like 10 years older than me or something. And she just like had so many, she taught me so many things because she was like so much more grown up than me. Mm. So I remember her being like, look, dude, why are you saying that all the time? Mm. Like she just leveled with me and was like, dude, why do you say that all the time? Like you're not, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, because it was, we would stand in a circle or something, we would have a group conversation. And as soon as focus wasn't on me, I would like act out some weird like physical ailment. Mm. And after a while she was just like do 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 like bro 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 like you're you're being like you're being like super annoying. Mm-hmm. Like you're just weirdly acting out to be in the center of attention. Which is like the and first And it was a bullet. heart attack every time or was that it like It was a... mostly a heart attack. Mm. It would mostly be me going like this. Ah, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. It was like that. Mm. First bullet here. Were you just, was your like heart rate up? Was there anything that was actually happening? I was feeling anxious about not being at the center. And was that like, did you also like not really know at the time that you had anxiety? Like, did you not know, like in retrospect, do you know that you were anxious about not being the center of attention? I don't. Or in the moment, did you know? I did not necessarily have a good language for it. Okay. The first bullet here is a person with this disorder might also be uncomfortable unless he or she is the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Be excessively sensitive to criticism or disapproval. Like when people say anything that's not like super, super encouraging, I get super, super obsessive about it. And I don't sleep for days. And I just think about this thing where some person that doesn't even have any sort of leverage over my life in any way said mm-hmm. something that where they like, it sounds like they don't love me. Mm-hmm. It's like a super unhealthy level of... I don't know. I mean, I guess you're saying super... But I feel like that's kind of normal. Because, like... Yeah. I feel like most people try to be super positive about other people. Like, it's just, like, rare to get, like, negative comments. Because, like, why? Some people are haters, though. Yeah, but, like, they're haters... Like, like you're... Okay. Like, you're a hater about people behind their backs all the time. Fuck. And, and on my so podcast. it's like, like, but you're not a hater to people. No. Unless... Like, you're not a hater to people's faces. It's weird to do it. Like, yeah. it's mean. It's very confrontational. Yeah. It's rare because what I will say, I don't think people are very positive and they're always so encouraging and stuff. But I will say that I do feel like people generally are conflict averse. Mm. Yeah. People... Are conflict averse. Like I've never told anybody what I thought about their poetry. You know, like you're not, you're not going to tell poetry. people what you think. Yeah, it's not good. Poetry is never good. It's always bad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I'm thinking about starting. <laughs> Will you start every podcast with a poem? Maybe I honestly, Joey, I could see you being really good at haikus. Actually, I think you have that's, it in you. That's nice of you to say. I think that you really. Could do that five seven five, like perfectly. Yeah, that's that's nice of you to say. Mm. Um, Can't do. 
Are you, don't don't try to write a haiku on the fly in the middle of the podcast. You can submit one to the podcast later that we will put in the episode description. Okay. But I want to like do. Let's a little... just stay in the moment for a little bit here. Okay. Maybe you not... just talk while I think of a haiku, real quick. Yeah, let's just not slide away from ourselves just yet. Okay. <laughs> People with these disorders have intense, unstable emotions and distorted self-images. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Using fictitious somatic symptoms of physical illness or psychological disorders to garner attention. It's like, Jesus, I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) I didn't know I was doing that. Exhibitionist behavior. Like, the whole podcast is so exhibitionist. It's so frustrating that... um, the podcast is like a psychological journey of of self psychotherapy and the result that it's like looming over the whole thing is that the conclusion that I am avoiding is that I should not do the podcast. Well, it just seems to me like okay, so the first episode of this season, which I listened to, you talked about how this is like therapy for you because your problem with therapists is that they never gave you like any feedback. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like you should have like a therapist that gives you feedback because if your problem with therapy was that you didn't get feedback starting a podcast that is where you outside yeah. of the exception of somebody being there and talking to you, yeah, you don't okay. get feedback is kind of like. This was the, you know, it doesn't make sense to me, really. Yeah. I don't see that. Like, it doesn't seem like you want feedback. It's definitely like, just, it's not the perfect thing, but it's just the best thing I got. Why can't you just like... I've had like seven therapists and none of them had really anything to say. But why can't you like express at the beginning that you want them to say Oh, I've like, done that. Absolutely. Because that's, that. with like a lot of instructors I've had in like college and stuff, I feel like... Because I am, like, good at critique and I'm, like, good at vocalizing my own problems. Like, whenever I, like, talk about something I've mm-hmm. done, I'm, like, really quick to, like, be, like, I didn't quite do this better. I do mm-hmm. this differently. I do this. I feel like I, like, end up with not as much feedback as everyone else gets. I feel like I end up with, like, almost no feedback at all, which is frustrating because the reason I'm in the classes for wait, feedback. Wait, wait. Let me just, for clarification here, because you already in a self-aware way do a meta commentary on what you're doing you feel like people then struggle to come up with anything else outside of the meta commentary that you've already yeah because i've with. already like fed to them my problems because i don't want to hear them say something that i already know about okay you know? so, so i just go into it defensive do you go do you think you go into therapy a little bit like yes. i already know this is a problem yeah so i think yeah and so, then i think in that situation it's very hard for a therapist to be like so maybe to, you should like own up to that early on and just be like, listen, this is what I do. Yeah, but I don't think that... We're going to get Joey a therapist. Describing that out loud, I don't think that describing that out loud changes. Like, the basic problem maybe being that, like, I've already gone kind of far down this path on my own, that it's kind of hard for a therapist to just magically go even further down even though they probably could if I found a really good one and invested a lot of time in it. But, you know, I'm not I'm not against it. It's just like, I don't know. There, there might be a pro- couple of problems with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe like, you know, it's funny. I It's like, listen to this podcast about Menza, where people like self-identify as really smart. 
like maybe I'm like a little bit smart and have spent some effort on this and therefore it's like tougher than I don't know whatever <laughs> I'm ready to go on to the next thing I don't know I think if you're trying to diagnose yourself with something then you should like see a professional and talk to them yeah I'm it. not against that at all yeah I'm not against that look into it yeah maybe get a little bit of lithium lithium the first thing yeah that's what they'll say and they still go with it they still prescribe lithium mm -hmm, I know and it was like the first thing that they came up with in the 50s they weren't wrong mood stabilizer yeah should we do a water oh we can do a water absolutely I touched the cups. <laughs> so now we're going to do one of these bad boys that you remember. Mm, Ourobora. Last time Jules was on the podcast, we did an Ourobora episode. Three flavors from Ourobora. This time we're doing... Ooh, you see that steam coming out the top? Uh, no, I, I missed it. <sighs> this time we're doing melon. So this is peppermint watermelon. And honestly, peppermint watermelon... Mm could be pretty pretty crazy i'm gonna drink we'll out of the out. can can i drink out of the can okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what's your problem i'm the guest like <laughs> you know you don't have a you don't know what your personality disorder is i'm perfect i'm adhd okay i'm extremely adhd like textbook very very gentle smell oh shit I already sipped it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a hint. And it's, yeah, it just smells most, tastes mostly like peppermint. Oh, wow. Isn't it's that, minty. It's minty. Yeah. It's not all bad. It's a little bit of a Yorkshire patty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a mint flavored candy. Yeah. A little peppermint pat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all bad. Yeah. I have had a couple of mint beverages in my day. And yeah, it's tasty. I mean, I like peppermint. I don't, you know, I don't mind. I kind of don't. You don't like peppermint? It's really far down on my list. So I, this doesn't match my nails, but it does match my toes. Yeah. This is like the exact color. I um, really dislike mint chocolate, but. Oh, nice. My nails match the next can, though. I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10, though, because it comes together. I don't think there's melon in it, but mel it's the thing about melon. It's like, I guess this is watermelon. Yeah, this is But it's just, it's not a flavor that you mix with other flavors. Like, you put melon in something, it's going to taste like the yeah. other thing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a dumb flavor to do. No, I like, I like cucumber? It. Yeah, yeah. What does that taste like? Spa water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Mm. But yeah, no, I'm very ADHD, and I think that, like, any other disorder I have is, like, just directly related to ADHD. And if I like treat and manage my ADHD than the other things, like I'm like very anxious. Do you take medication for it? Um, no, because when I was diagnosed medication for it, I got like super addicted to it and like didn't sleep and like was basically like a meth addict for like 10 years. So, because hmm. I was prescribed like two medications at once from middle, like from like seventh grade to like college and it's like the uppers it's yeah the, the it's Ritalin like vivans which is i was given 30 milligrams of vivans which was like slow release so it's like 
like releases in two parts over seven hours. And yeah. so I was given that for school. And then I was given Adderall for after school, which is insane. Like I like 20 milligrams of Adderall. You ask somebody, any doctor I've had since my pediatrician as a child, if I've, whenever I've told them that they've been like, what the fuck? Like they're yes. horrified. And like, I mm. was just like a crazy person for yeah. years about That's it. Tough. So I'm, Working really hard to manage my ADHD without medication because I don't think after that I can um, trust myself to have that prescription. So you feel like there's no – okay. There's a middle, but I just don't want to yeah. – I'd rather, like, learn coping mechanisms. Okay. And for as long as I can because yeah, that's, that's something that I just didn't learn. That's honorable, I guess. That's cool. Mm. So yeah. that must have been from a pretty young age because yeah, like um, 10 years is a long time. Like – Probably like 11 or like 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adderall. To like 22. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. And it like went up as you're on it. Yeah. Like my like, the dosages I just gave were like the ones that I remember having. But like I just had like a whole, mm. they were constantly adjusting and readjusting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of sucked. And like, yeah, I'd go like days without sleeping. and mm. And then for a long time, I was like... This is a stupid thing to get addicted to, but I also got, like, pretty addicted to, like, NyQuil be just to, like, manage the ADHD where it was – or, like, not the ADHD, but, like, the, the medication. It was, like, the only way I could sleep. Right. And then I, like, didn't eat. Like, I have, like – like, I just, like, didn't eat for, like, 10 years because I just never felt hunger. And, okay. Like, I mean, yeah. that's probably a little bit of an exaggeration, yeah, but, but I but, hear like, you. Yeah, but, like, overall, okay. it's, like, you just don't – like, that's the thing about them is you just never yes. feel hungry. Strong appetites. And if you're just always medicated, which I was, yeah. you just don't eat. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, was, that's whack. It was like 100, like 20 to 30 pounds. Right. Yep. Yeah. This is a Swedish podcast and we don't know at <laughs> all what that means, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> this, if you're on this this rug you need here, a little conversion calc up in, here. You're in. This is Swedish territory. Eight on this. stones. Yeah, exactly. Eight <laughs> stones. I lost two stones. You don't edit out the burps, really. You just don't. Yeah, I don't. You just have a whole bunch of tiny little earthquakes going on throughout the pod. Nah, it's fine. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we just went to Yosemite. Yeah. It was cool. It was beautiful. So first of all, what I want to say about it, which is what I wish someone had told me before I went. Because like, I didn't understand what Yosemite was. Like, I know it's a national park. Is my sock in the shot? Your sock is probably not in the shot. Okay, it's inside out. So I just want to. Okay. <laughs> Jules, put the can down on the floor. I'm sipping it still. Okay, okay, but you keep burping and you keep you keep <laughs> being unhappy about Joey, burping. Joey, I'm trying. To, I enjoy sparkling water. Yeah, that's and that's. Is that a I crime? <laughs> yeah, I should encourage that. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to hold it up? So Here's what I'll say about Yosemite. It's the reason it is a thing, is because there is this very very strange crazy looking rock formation which is kind of like the grand canyon but with other vegetation it's just like yeah, a dip a big old dip it's like land 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 and then it just drops precipitously an insane just like a straight completely drop. vertical 
rock you face. You can Google it. It's online. Hundreds of meters down to a valley floor that's completely flat on the valley. And it's just like this crazy, mm. enormous valley like that. That's the most dramatic okay. valley ever. But instead of For the For the listeners, if you've seen Land Before Time, it's a little bit like that. When yeah. they get to the <clears throat> when they get to paradise. Sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like the land before time. And then, it's, yeah, exactly. Like instead of the Grand Canyon where it's desert, it's like super. The rock faces is like beautiful white mm-hmm. stone. Yeah. Shimmering and. Yeah. Cause even at night, I thought that it was like really snowy just from driving through it at night. Yeah. Because the rocks are so white. Like you can't, like it was like really dark, but you could see like hints of white. So you yeah. just thought. When we arrived at night, it was very strange because we couldn't really see it. And mm-hmm. it was hard to understand. And I remember the first night we arrive after dark and then I just went outside of the room because we got this little hotel room, basically. Mm-hmm. Little cabin, but like yeah. connected to other. It was, yeah. Yeah, it's really a hotel room. Motel. Sure. Yeah. A nicer than a motel, but a motel. Yeah. Um, and I stepped outside of it and I looked up and the moon was like right above me. And then right next to the moon up in the sky, there was a mountain. And it was very difficult to understand how that was the thing. Mm. But it's because I was standing pretty much next to this completely vertical, enormous rock face that I couldn't see. Mm. Anyway, so because that's so dramatic and cool, Mm -hmm. they built an entire national park around it. And then that's what people go to. And then in the valley, they built a couple of resorts and campgrounds and different things. And that's Mm -hmm. what Yosemite is. And I didn't know that. Have you been to other national parks? I mean, yes, we are in... The Tahoe National Park right now. <laughs> Within it? I mean, or three minutes down the road. Mm. Like, yes, there are many inland, the mountain range of mm-hmm. Eastern California, like Eastern California all the way down is mountains. Mm. And it's just all different national forests, mm-hmm. national parks. Stanislaus, Tahoe, fucking Sierra, whatever. Mm. Yosemite. Anyway, so I've been to some other ones, but the other ones aren't the same, like, iconic, super famous go-to destinations. Mm -hmm. Because this is hella go-to. Like, it's full of foreigners. Like, uh, in Bar Harbor, this is probably the national park that I've spent the most time at, Acadia National Park. Yeah. It's like, the big part of it is Cadillac Mountain. Like, the big part of the park is this mountain. Yeah. And, I mean, there's miles of beach, and it's, like, gorgeous, but it is, like... The focal point of the national park is the mountain. And then same with, like, Rainier National Park. It's the mountain Mm. where it's, like, not just, like, a big spread of land where I imagine those less iconic national parks are just, like, this land's not been chopped down a whole bunch before we decided to declare it a national park. Right. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. What do I think about Mount Rainier? You're unimpressed, which is, like, such a dumb thing. Like, it's nature. Yeah. It's cool. But, well, what do I think about Rainier and Shasta? That, like, they're cousins. And then? Retell the whole thing. I mean, I don't... I feel like you kind of were trying okay. to make a point that was, like, a little bit too loose to make. Okay. When you were trying to make it, where, like... Okay. It's just that he likes that Mount Shasta is treated, like, more casually. Like, there's, like, normal um, pedestrian, like, layman roads around it. There's, like, just the average man drives past it on his... <laughs> On his way to California when he's moving there. But Mount Rainier is, like, revered and kept in, like, a secluded area where, like, you have to drive hours to get to it because it's, like, 
special yeah. and he thinks that they're like the same mountain in terms of like height and design and he just likes just how much of an everyman Mount Shasta is. Well, yes. If you do a side by side, if you go do an image search, if you blind taste a couple of hikers, if you just lick them. <laughs> <laughs> if you take a Seattle hiker and bring him some samples mm -hmm. of eat both and have them <laughs> blind taste them, eat the rock. They will not be able to tell the difference because they look the exact same. Mm. And yes, Shasta is just treated. It's, uh, it's when you are hot and you move to LA. I mean, Seattle, if you just Seattle in general, like if you remove the space needle, if I took a test once of like, cities without like they like edited out their iconic buildings yeah. and i got seattle wrong i said it was like detroit or something i like you did mean not the silhouette that skyline just like the skyline of seattle like just even the city itself like you take out rainier you take out the space and you'll have no idea which city it is yeah it's like not really a special city i love I living there kind not really but i mean i of the of the places i've lived i mm. like living there the most yeah but it's not like yeah. It's it's kind of boring. Like every time yeah. a build nobody's ever been excited about a building being built there. Like you're like, "Oh, another one." Like you're not yeah. you're never excited about like a new design and like like even like and even the Smith Tower is in danger of being torn down at any moment. Like no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. It's hmm. not like Okay. Anyway, so anyway. we you flew down here from Seattle. Yeah. Because we were going to go to Yosemite. Mm -hmm. And I pick you up and then we drive through the valley. Mm. And I have such a fascination with the valley. Yeah. Because like the mountains where we are right now and what we're talking about with Yosemite, it's like not a lot of people live there. There's not a lot of culture to it. It's not really known for it. It's just fame. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And the coast of California is like the cultural powerhouse of earth. And then there's this valley in between mm. that's like highly populated it has all these big cities and all those big cities are famous for how they suck mm. and i just have this incredible fascination with it and we drove through it and it's like we drove through it and there was like uh there was a market and it was called big boy market it's like big boy they don't mm -hmm. and then there was a diner and it was called poots wait wait, wait but what was the pot, there is a, there is an Italian place. Yeah. Rock Sands, Roseanne's, Roseanne's it was Italian like called Maria's food. Pa and, Maria's Spaghetti But the house. slogan, this is adorable, was possibly the best. Was it something yeah. possibly, possibly delicious? Possibly the best spaghetti. Possibly the best spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. I love it. It's very Oh nice. my God. I would, I would eat there in a heartbeat. Mark, good marketing works. Yeah. No, we almost stopped there. Yeah, no, we like we had just eaten in and out, but it was just such a good billboard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read you one paragraph now about the inland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you think we can do this card? Yeah. You think I can read this? Yeah. Just make sure that there's like a nice like canter in your voice. You you think I know how to read? I sure don't. Um. Yeah. 
This is like the most famous Joan Didion book. And is this, it the White Album? No, it's called <laughs> Slouching Towards Bethlehem. Okay. It's the beginning of her most famous book. So it's mm. just like the most standard Din- Didion. Mm-hmm. And it's just about inland California. Mm. Okay. And uh, there's all these stories. There's a really good one that I'm recommending to everyone about um, the Santa Ana wind. Ooh, I know about those. It's so fucking good. It's about it's about murder and how the Santa Ana makes you murder. It absolutely does. I yeah. do know about those. I've heard about it. Yeah. Does that happen over here? That's more of the a West Santa Covina, Anna California a, kind of thing. It's a little bit different. But this West is how the book Covina. starts. This is a story about love and death in the golden land and begins with the country. The San Bernardino Valley lies only an hour east of Los Angeles by the San, San Bernardino Freeway, but is in certain ways an alien place. Not the coastal California of the subtropical twilights and the soft westerlies off the Pacific, but a harsher California, haunted by the Mojave just beyond the mountains, devastated by the hot, dry Santa Ana, Ana wind that comes down through the passes at a 100 miles an hour and winds through the eucalyptus windbreaks and works on the nerves. October is a bad month for the wind, and the month, the one breathing is difficult, and the hills blaze up spontaneously. It's very, it's a, it's very dramatic, but mm-hmm. bear with it. There has been no rain since April. Every voice seems a scream. It is the season of suicide and divorce and prickly dread, mm-hmm. wherever the wind blows. Mm-hmm. That's a great first paragraph. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, we're doing the whole chapter, though. And we're doing one more paragraph. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the whole chapter. <laughs> so good. The Mormons settled this ominous country, and then they abandoned it. But by the time they left, the first orange tree had been planted, and for the next hundred years, the San Bernardino Valley would draw a kind of people who imagined they might live among the talismanic fruit and prosper in the dry air, people who brought with them Midwestern ways of building and cooking and praying, and who tried to graft those ways upon the land. The graft took in curious ways. This is the California where it is possible to live and die without ever eating an artichoke, without ever meeting a Catholic or a Jew. This is the California where it is easy to dial a devotion, but hard to buy a book. This is the country in which a belief in the literal interpretation of Genesis has slipped imperceptibly into the into a belief in the literal interpretation of double indemnity. The country of the teased hair and the capris and the girls for whom all life's promise comes down to a waltz length white dress and the birth of a Kimberly or a Sherry or a Debbie and a Tijuana divorce and a return to hairdresser Kimberly school. Kimberly with a K. Kimberly with a K. You spell Kimberly. Yeah. I was just checking. Yeah. They get divorced in Tijuana, and then we were just crazy kids, they say, without regret, and look to the future. The future always looks good in the golden land, because no one remembers the past. Here is where the hot wind blows and the old ways do not seem relevant, where the divorce rate is double the national average, and where one person is... This is only two paragraphs. Yes, this paragraph is long. (laughs) Jules. Jules, you're... That was the last sentence. Okay, Sorry. You almost, um, I have to go back now. Here's where the hot wind blows and the old ways do not seem relevant, where the divorce rate is double the national average and one person in 38 lives in a trailer. 
Here's the last stop for all those who come from somewhere else, for all those who drifted away from the cold and the past and the old ways. And oh, sorry, she quieter. just uh, microphone. She just keeps writing about the um, wives murdering their husbands is really the thing in inland California. During the Santa Ana Wintons, which is what the winds are about. Yeah. 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 It's nice. Yeah. But then we got to... Then we got to Yosemite and... Uh, Were you expecting to witness a murder? No. Hmm. No. But, um, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yosemite was nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. Why did we have a fight on the second day, Jules? Well, that's so funny. <laughs> that's such a <laughs> deflated sigh. You don't want to. You don't want to rehash it. I don't know. It's just like, is it like that interesting to to other people? Why you have a fight? Depends on if you just talk about the subject matter or if you manage to step back from it or not. Yeah, but if we step back from it, then it's just like me complaining about you, which I did in the last episode. You know, we already did that. We already did a little Julie complains about Joey. <laughs> You okay. Know, if I complain about you too much, people are going to be like, why does this girl keep showing up? You know? It's right. Like... Right. <laughs> right. You, you, you run a risk there. Yeah. Okay. But like, you know, it's just. Okay. I think it was uh... a valid reason to be annoyed, but. Yeah. You were, enjo- you were annoyed that I wasn't listening to you and I wasn't listening to you i had sort of like mm. a thing i wanted to do and you had a thing you wanted to do and my and we and maybe we had the same thing but but we did it wrong because we did it my way and my way was wrong well it was just like a risk for like a little limited trip yeah like we weren't there for very long yeah um and i was like let's go this way it's probably this way and he we was wasted, a little loosey-goosey and we wasted a lot of time going the wrong way and i will say like Add all the time up together. I don't think it necessarily like wasted too much time, but like just the unknowns of it all was just like, I just don't think that it was like a risk that was worth it. Like basically I had a trail in mind that was a loop. And here's the thing with Joey. He has this little injury in his foot and he can't walk super far. And he made it sound like he could do like a mile. And Pretty much every step is precious when the person you're in a national park with uh, could just die at any moment. Yeah. And so it kind of, you know, was a little bit this thing where. That added a lot of pressure in your mind. Yeah, added a lot of pressure. And then also it's just that, like, I just think generally you're just a little bit looser than with your schedule than me. And that, like, kind of stresses me out. Like, you know, like in uh-huh. jo- Joey and I went to a wedding in Georgia and we relate to the wedding for a lot of reasons. Traffic was bad. Yeah. There's other reasons. But a big cut into the time was that Joey did not pro like pack an appropriate outfit. Um he, Yeah. It's I could walk you through it, but like we, you just you don't wear jeans to these jeans. You don't wear these exact <laughs> jeans to a wedding. You just don't. Um yeah. and then his alternative was wearing black pants with a brown belt and brown shoes, which is also bad. Um, yeah. and so we were like, let's go, 
we, we got to get you some pants. And the store that he had gotten the jacket from was a store that they had in Georgia. And the only pair of pants that were the same size, that were your size, yeah. were the pants that matched that jacket. Yeah. Instead of just getting those pants, which were the only pants in the whole store that were your size, yeah. you wasted an hour just trying to decide if you could fit into pants that you liked better that weren't your size. Yeah. And it was this thing where at, in that same moment, but also maybe more seriously than in Yosemite, it was a little bit like time is precious. Yeah. And I don't think you feel how precious time is, which maybe is like healthier. Kind of. We relate to the wedding. In that yeah. case, it's not healthier. In Yosemite, maybe. But I don't know. I just think, you know, you stop like, and fine, you're driving. But, like, five times on the drive home, too much. What, that I stopped to pee? Well, okay, no, Joey. That's, you didn't stop to pee. You stopped at okay, but... one place to get coffee. You didn't like the coffee, and you had to wash your face. So you stopped at another place to get more coffee. And then yeah. after you had just stopped there, you were like, you know what? I got to change my shoes, and I don't like having my jacket on. So you stopped to change your jacket. Okay. And then... You were like, okay, now I'm hungry. Even though we've stopped at two different places that I can buy food, now I'm hungry. And so then you stopped at another place to get food. Yeah. And, you know, like it was kind of a little bit. Yeah. Like, my goodness. Yeah, that's 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 your side of those things. <laughs> it's like but, insane, but that's okay. Yeah. It's just. And then you stopped at another place to pee. You didn't wash. You didn't pee at the same place that you washed your face. You washed yeah, your did. face and it, you peed. Okay. I peed basically all the five times I stopped. Because <laughs> I was drinking a lot of water because I was dehydrated as fuck. Yeah. I mean. It's like. Jules, you, you, it's okay. I should just be. I had to drive the whole. All no, the and I understand and that. Like, and I should have had a bit more patience for it. I should have been a little bit chiller about it. But that's just not. That wasn't in the cards. It's not how I work. I'm just a little bit. I yeah. really, really love efficiency. I love I love to be mm. efficient about time. It's like a passion of mine. Yeah. Okay. I am. Mm. Nah. I think you you get hung up on weird details and perceive it like that, but it's like, <laughs> and then you just sort of. Nah, I don't agree with that. But do you think part of this do you, do you, this thing in Georgia and stuff? Do you think I have a exaggerated focus on my own physical appearance? Because I've never thought that about myself in the past. I've always thought that I was like super not vain or whatever. I don't know. That's – I think – That's a. I don't know. I don't it's know. It's weird. Like hobby that I'm living with. I think that you're like a good dresser. I think okay. you dress well. That's nice of you to and say. I well, think that it's also like – not being an American, it's just you just dress different. Like I would never wear what Americans wear, but no Swede would. Like mm -hmm. Americans just kind of yeah, they like sweaters. What do Swedes wear? No, I'm just like Americans will wear sneakers with everything, and like yeah, in Sweden, like there's this thing where, like in Lund, where there's a university and there's a lot of exchange students, there's just a lot of jokes among the Swedish students of how you can easily identify Americans because they just wear like. This is so rude and mean, but like they wear really terrible shoes. I don't like sneakers. Yeah. yeah. No, you wear not sneakers. I wear, and I also don't, I, shoes are my hardest item to buy. Yeah. I have, shoes are the thing, everything else I'm fine with. Yeah. 
Um, but shoes, I have the, the shoes are like a part of fashion that I've never locked into. And I think it's because I do think sneakers, the majority of the time are ugly, but at the same time, somebody wearing sneakers that are like, you can tell they spent like tons of money on them. Yeah. I guess I kind of like, I understand it as an element of fashion. Yeah. I like don't necessarily hate them, but I've never felt like that's something that I could do personally. Sneakerheads. I've never been I've never felt like I could personally do a sneaker. I don't know. I think um Sneakerheads are weird. I think I can't diagnose you. Yeah. Now that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's do the third water. This is like a terribly designed can. Smile more, but hey look. Yeah. Should I? Yeah, you think that matches. It's called Sprig. The brand is called Sprig. It's like just a green background with... It looks like the can was designed in Microsoft Word. Yeah. Because it's really just text in impact. I want to say that this font is impact. Helvetica, maybe? Time No, serif free. Yeah. A serif free font. Wow. Do you hate me? No, but that's super not... Like, me saying that that's impact is a very specific, correct no. <laughs> diagnosis. And oh, calling, there's, I didn't see the G before. That is a special little no, I'm G. I'm saying that, that font down there is. Oh, so this is, again, they don't. That smells super melon. Yeah, they, again, they don't specify which melon we're talking about. Yeah. Which is such a red flag. Which makes me feel like it's honeydew. But once again, it's just melon. So what is that? Which, does that smell like honeydew? It smells like honeydew melon, yeah. But it's just such a muted flavor. I haven't tried it yet, but. Mm. Oh, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Oh, I hate <laughs> that's that. That's horrible. <laughs> you can have that. Yeah. That's honeydew for sure. Yeah, that's like that's, a four out of ten. They really did capture honeydew, though. If yeah. you are a honeydew melon fan. Yeah. Sprig. Tense. Yeah. Sprig. Smi- but you know what also makes it disgusting is the artificial sugar. Yeah. Because it says zero sugar, but it's still sweet. So they added in like Splenda. <sighs> Gum Arabic. Yeah, that's for that's for um, viscosity. What's erythritol? 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 Erythritol is, is a sweetener in a lot of these. Not so good. Um, is there anything else you wanted to announce to the people? Well, I have, I got a. Yeah. What, okay. Can I look at the all? cans? This is for the first memories. One. Okay, so I think this is this one. The sprig is a three, really yeah. low, not good. Yeah. Carbonation's not there. Flavor's not there. It's just not doing it. But if you like honey, honeydew, it's like a hard eight. If you're yeah. passionate about honeydew, um, and then these two, I wish I'd, I kind of did save a sip. Okay. Wow. Never going to allow a guest to do this again. That was a terrible sip. You got to cut that out. Yeah. Never going to allow Because this one was all empty and then this one wasn't. Terrible. Okay. So this one is an eight. This one's delicious. And then this one, I'm going to give a six, but it doesn't taste bad. It's just that like there's really no point in including watermelon and like the flavor. Yes. Like it's just if we're like rating it as a melon sparkling water. Yeah. You know, if melon's your passion. This one, I think, is maybe just 
the best tasting one. Yeah. But I still don't. I don't think that any of these taste like melon except for this one. And that's the most disgusting one. So what does yeah, that tell sprig. you about melon? Yeah, Romlasa is, Romlasa is mm. very good. Was there anything else you wanted to announce to the people? No. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything to plug. Um, we just had some Holbrook food and it was good. It was delish. Yeah. But we said that at the beginning. You said that at the beginning and then yeah. I backed you up again. Yeah. We had the short rib. Mm-hmm. You guys should come in and have the short rib. It was so tasty. Yeah. The broth it was in, delish. Can you bring a, like, a bucket of that home? Like Kind of like, you know how a bavar you were able to bring the broth home? Yeah, we got a lot of that stuff. Um, the consomme. The consomme. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Anything to um, Any qualms? I don't know. You don't know? No. Mm. No, it's all right. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Do you wave? No, I don't wave. I don't (laughs) wave. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's an episode.